Yo, what up? It's Eric, aka Frozen eBay, aka Ten Year Bid. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, aka Failed Out of Brooklyn, aka Took the L. He's <laughs> Tag Stone. What's going on? Yeah, and this waste time with this the real. Yo, Tax. That shit was fly. <laughs> this is probably the last place you expected to come through. How often do you ever make it to the Upper West Side? Man, you know, the only time I, I usually come up here is to fetch um celery imported <laughs> from um Dominican Republic. <laughs> so usually my parts when I come up here. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever like come up here like back in when you were growing up? Yeah, yeah, back in the days, like ninety sixth Street. I was a I was a blood a gangbanger, so I just you know, I, I used to hang with a lot of bloods over there on ninety six by Central Park. Going yeah. oh, I thought you were gonna say going to like Latin Quarter or something. Oh nah. <laughs> I'm like, how old are you? <laughs> nah, I'm not that old. <laughs> that's not like little mama the, shit. Maybe like, yeah, the, like the new like LQs now, like what it that's what it is now, yeah, right? Yeah, L, yeah. LQs maybe. Um, all right, so we're going to go over, like we said to you before we started recording, we have a lot of people in common who fuck mm-hmm. with you, and then there's a bunch of people who we know who don't fuck yeah. with you. Shout um, out to them. You, you know, actually, that, no, let's just, let's just get right into it. Um, the Joe Button podcast. Yeah. Did you, did you have any idea it was going to be as contentious as it was going in? Nah, you you know it's crazy. Like, we got mad mutual friends, so they always, like, coaching us, like, yo, don't fight. And I'm like... And I didn't understand it because I was like, I don't have no beef with them. Like, we know we shoot at each other on the internet, but it's yeah. not, like, serious shit. You know what I mean? So that's why, like, a lot of people heard the podcast. They was like, you were coming at him from the beginning. I'm like, nah, that's, that's how we joke. Like, he comes at me, I come at him. Like, yeah. So that's what it was. And I was, like, talking about his shirt and shit like that. <laughs> it was like, it wasn't that serious. You know what I mean? But then it ended up with, like, neither one of you were joking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what it was was that, you know, and I, I, I told my cameraman, I said, yo, you should have, like, put a lot of his face out because people would have understood why I was getting so mad. Like his facial expressions was like, it was like, yo, relax. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but our- we had him on our podcast and like I said, he must be the worst person to argue with because he doesn't give anything. Like it's just him being like, well, you know, I guess you have emotions and I'm just not going to give into that. <laughs> yeah. You know, it wasn't even that that got me. Like it was, it was, it was a part, it was the part where, um, I said something. I related something to, to being in prison, and he said, "Oh, you want to go into the block talk?" I just didn't understand what that meant. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what like first got me mad. I was like, "What the fuck is block talk?" You know what I mean? Like, what is that? Like, right. what do you mean? Like, I don't understand. So, so the problem is that we can't help out with that. Like, we don't know what block talk is. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking either. to two guys who definitely don't. So know. that's why I was confused. And then you know, Rory has said it over. Like when he was like explaining Joe, and he said, "Yeah." And then when I go into block talk, sometimes I'm like, "What the fuck?" You know what I mean? Like, and I didn't even understand how to how to express that to say what the fuck is block talk. So I just let it go. But like, I still was thinking about it. Like, what the fuck is block talk? You know what I mean? So like, then he just kept like like I'm asking him shit, and then like I asked him the question three times yeah. in a different way. Right? Yeah. But I did it on purpose because I'm like, if you should be answering it the same way every time, right? So that's why when I asked him the third time, I said, "Well, is she lying on you?" He says, well, that's something you should ask her. I'm like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? Like, I just couldn't take it no more. I was like, you know what I mean? I can't talk to this dude. And a lot of people, you know, it was crazy. A lot of people was like, yo, he made you get out of character. Like, listen, that is my character. That was not out of character. I was very in character for yeah. me. You know what I mean? I feel like both you guys came off crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you're the you know, well, go ahead. You know, I, that was actually me calming myself down. Like, when I was, like, like trying to, like, I was like, yo, what is this guy talking? Who is this guy? You know, right. and I was, like, really trying to figure it out. I was trying to calm myself down because, like, I, I wanted to get up and say, yo, yo, get the fuck out of here. Yo, get out. Because it was, like, 
Like, if you're not going <laughs> to give me an interview, don't give me an interview. You right. know what I mean? And I felt like he just wasn't, wasn't getting, it was not giving me enough. People just felt like you wanted this answer. I wanted that answer. Yes, it was a specific answer I was looking for because if I just heard you answer that question differently somewhere else. Right. I'm like, let me ask this three different ways <laughs> before I call this dude a liar. You know what I mean? So, did you guys talk after he left the room? Nah, he just he just stormed out. He left. You know, I didn't want to speak to. I don't want to speak to him ever again in life. I don't want to speak to nobody that's like that. And you, you had never met him before or spoken with him. Yeah, I have met him like you know, here and there, passing. Like I just never had a, like a real discussion with him before. You yeah. know what I mean? So I just couldn't. I don't understand him. Like, Do you think he wasn't prepped? Going in and and aware of like, I think he was probably prepped. You think you know? so? I don't. I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't think like, you know, like just like I said, a lot of people look the the, the image that it gives off on the internet. People think that we really have an issue. And I was trying to explain to people like I never had an issue with Joe Button. Right. I listened to his music. I like a couple of his things. You know what I mean? It's, I mean, just, you didn't like his battle raps. No, right. no, I didn't. Yeah, I, didn't. I mean, I you made that clear in the agree. podcast too. But I'm saying that. you made it clear. Yeah, I didn't agree with that because you know, and then he says. He says, well, we did it. The objective was to bring more light to the the league or whatever it was, to right. the arena. And I'm like, all right, so the goal, basically, like he was doing a favor. The goal was to bring it. He was like, no, you're putting words in my mouth. I didn't say goal. I said objective. <laughs> like, goal and objective are two different words. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? It's the same thing. Like, it was like you was just playing word semantics for no reason. We didn't even have to do that. Right. Like, you could have easily just been like, yeah, that was the goal. But you just wanted to dance with me for no reason. Right, right. So you say, well, I didn't say you're putting words in my mouth. I didn't say goal. I said objective. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And I'm sitting there like, you know, at that point, I'm stumped. And I'm like, is this dude serious? Right. Like, who does he think? he talking to so that's when i start feeling like he's talking to his third world country women you know what i mean and a lot of people was like yo that was racist you know what i mean and like i'm like yo it wasn't it, it wasn't like that i'm from a third world country i'm from honduras you know what i mean mm -hmm. so i'm like listen it wasn't like that what i mean by that is that when you deal with the young women that he deals with and where they're from you know what i mean they might know english but they don't have a full comprehension you understand and it's true Do you, and that's it so you went and <laughs> Uh, you've done 38 episodes or something before that, right? Shit. But, like, lot, you've yeah. never had anything like this, right? Never. Not from the guest, not from the reaction online. This has just been the biggest sort of week, right? Yeah. I mean, that's just... Well, congratulations. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> is a big week. Thank you to Joe you Button. It, yeah. um. <laughs> Yo, Joe Button's fans, like, go wherever, though. So, like, now to have them riled up, too. Like, that's why, like, places like Complex do those lists and they leave, like, the Slaughterhouse guys off of, like, the top... 30 rappers over 30 yeah, or whatever. because they freak out. They know oh, that people are going to freak that's out. That's hilarious. So by the yeah. time Tax Yeah, because people in, was killed. People, some, some guy said, how dare you call the best rapper that ever lived retarded? <laughs> and I read that shit was like, wow. Do you respond to everybody on Twitter? Yeah, mostly. Yeah, I try to. I try to. You know why? Because... Like, I'll see people in the street, and people will just walk up to me like, yo, remember you tweeted me back and said da da da, da and it's just funny to me, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And I just like the re reaction and just, just to have that, that connectivity with, with people, you know what I mean? Right. Because what happens is that people feel, people will support you more when they feel like they could connect to you, you know right. what I mean? absolutely. They feel like, they feel more of your friend, and I actually got that from Joe Button, watching him online. I'm so like, shout out to Joe. Yeah, yeah <laughs> shout out to Joe. I seen him, like, interact with people, and they feel like, they're wrong for not going to his show. Like, if he has a show, like, we right. have to go to Joe's show. Right, right, right. And probably don't even listen to his music. <laughs> it's just because he spoke to them a couple of times online. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So. When was your first computer? Holy shit. Um, <laughs> damn. I, I had a computer from, like, 
a, a long time ago, MS DOS stage. I forgot what it was. It was IBM. It was my artwork for IBM. Yeah. Yeah, I think IBM had like a, a I think, I forgot where it was. I think New Rochelle. Like oh, they had some, yeah. Maybe, yeah, 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 yeah. She worked up there. I had a. Or Summers or something, right? And then there was White Plains, too. Yeah, like yeah, all yeah. Up there. So, um, let, should we go over like what we know and then we'll get into what we don't know? Yeah. All right. So, and by the way, we should have said this from the beginning, but Tax has an amazing podcast. Thank you. Um, that really you got into because the, did Combat reach out? Nah, actually, it was Kid Fury first. Okay. Yeah. Kid Fury, Kid, Kid Fury, my um, my homegirl manages Kid Fury. So, um, I, she was like always telling me what podcasting was. Like, yo, you should get into it. You should get into it. And I'm like, ah, whatever. You know what I mean? And Kid Fury one day I hung around him. He's like, yo, Tax, man, you should get a podcast. And I was like, yeah, you think so? And then. Like, I seen him, like, sell out a show with, like, 260 people. I was like, maybe I should get into podcasting. <laughs> so, you know, and then I, um, Charlemagne bought me on Brilliant Idiots. And yep. then, like, he, he vouched for me. Then Kip Fred and Chris Morrow reached out to me. Yep. And then, Over at Loudspeaker. Yeah, 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 from Loudspeaker Network. And then we did it after that. And do you feel like your your Twitter persona set you up in the in the right space to be, like, podcasting was the perfect sort of sequel to that yeah you know because i always know how to talk i always tell people in in seventh grade i had a science teacher by the name of mr leshen he used to always be like campbell you need to be in radio man you got a radio voice (laughs) he used to always listen to radio shows so it was like it was just funny that it ended up landing that way but i used to do a radio show um online it was called real rap radio i used to do that before with skeet and um extra Mm. and they they put me onto it and it's just the people reactions from the stuff that i used to say was so huge and i only had 10 minutes on the show yeah and they used to be like yo where's tax like where is he like you know what i mean so it was like always something i thought about yeah so when when they said do it i was like yo i'm with it let's try it so when i went on brilliant idiots people liked the episode so much that it was like it just was a natural progression i just got right into it well i feel like i first found out about you Honestly, seeing you go after Ebro, like, regularly. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> And yeah. then, like, he's one of those guys who will retweet the person and add his comment to it. So you always saw your name there, and it was mm-hmm. always this dialogue between right. you two. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you've had, like, a few run-ins on, uh, on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, since 2009, it's been some time. <laughs> I mean, you've also, like, tweeted about 350,000 times. So, like, yeah, you know, you're, maybe you're more. I've deleted a lot. <laughs> I might have tweeted more. I have like ADD. I don't sleep. Mm-hmm. If you haven't noticed, if you look at how yeah. much I tweet, you'll you'll notice it. Like these I'm, are not programmed tweets. You really I sleep live. for about four hours. I'm up twenty hours, and it's like, and now that I've been juicing, it's like I only sleep two hours. Wait, juicing like steroids or no, no, no. Like you know, the like juices for life. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, yeah, the Styles P juices, yeah, yeah, things yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Wait, 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 hold on. No. <laughs> Nah, pause me for life. <laughs> pause me for life. Styles P has a juice bar. No, he no, sells no, no, juices. No, 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 yeah, yeah. Let's explain this to the public. You know, <laughs> that type of juice: kale, spinach, you yep. know, root, ginger, things and like that. So you sleep less because you're more healthy. Yeah, more more energized. Crazy, more energized. And have you always lived in East New York? Um, yeah, I grew up in East New York. Yeah, always. Home of Uncle Murder. Yes. Yep. Home of Uncle Murder. Does that make him your favorite rapper? 
No. No. Doesn't. I mean, we can go down all, like, the East New York, New York rappers. <laughs> wait, hold on. Wait, what Blase, you... blase. Yeah. We can do, like, blase, blase, AZ. Blase, yo, yeah. yo, yeah. AZ is... Yo, it's always, like, a discrepancy if AZ is from East New York or Brownsville. <laughs> yo, call him out. Like, yo, I gotta, like, I wanna meet AZ just so I can ask him, because yeah. we've been having this argument for years. Like, I always be like, AZ from the East, and then people are like, not nah, AZ from Brownsville. <laughs> but you know, the part of the East that he's, like, from is, like, so close to Brownsville that right. it's, like... You know, I but is, he, is he like a two three train guy or is he like a C train guy? You know, uh, two three, two <laughs> okay. three. Yeah. Did you um? How did you feel when Uncle Murder did that like uh that commercial for the uh the pawn oh, right. shop? Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Were you like? It hurt a little. Uh, yeah, no. sure. it hurt a little. I didn't know. Like I was so confused. I was like, <gasps> and then like a whole bunch of dudes was killing him on Instagram. I was like, no. You know what I mean? But I, I understand that at the end of the day, you know what I mean? You know, you're getting paid to do sure. something, you do it. So it was like, I understood, but it was like, it just looked like, it just looked like a, such a reach. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, But tell us, what, like, growing up in um, in East New York, cause, I mean, like, it's a tough area. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Foxy Brown, like, got jumped outside, like, the pink houses, yeah. like, in, like, 2009, <laughs> I think. He really be having the history. That's yeah. true, though. <laughs> She got like dragged true. out of a car. Yeah, that's it's true. Crazy. Well, then, then it was like it was definitely way more dangerous. It was stray dogs on every block. That was East New York. Stray dogs. That's the Foxy Brown. And, yeah. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Holy shit! It was stray dogs, and it was like crack valves all over the street. I remember I used to wear Tim's a lot, so I used to go in the house yes. and I have to pick the valves out the bottom of my um. My boots yeah. and crackheads was very dangerous. Like nowadays, people play with crackheads and play games with them. Crackheads were gangster back then, so that's why I always tell me they'd be like, "Yo, tax me." You always show love to the crackheads. I'd be like, "Because they're human too, yeah. and just because they use drugs don't make them really too much beneath you. They just got a drug problem, you know what I mean?" Mm-hmm. So I always showed them respect because they will whoop your ass back then and rob you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. and possibly kidnap you or sell your ass. So that's on some like bath saw shit, you know? Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> So yeah That was East New York Back then compared Well now it's like It's still the same Shit is worse Probably with the kids The kids is probably A little bit more worse It's about It's about two gangs To each block Just little gangs Little factions of gangs And they just They run around Killing each other Whenever they can But they're trying To gentrify the area Oh yeah they definitely Like uh, New York Magazine And all these places Will be like East New York is the next Yeah Brooklyn (laughs) Yeah that's what (laughs) Fucked me up I was like Oh really Well you know It's like One of the Biggest like areas in Brooklyn, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like borderline Queens, and it's like so many ways to get there. Yeah, you know what I mean? From the Belt Parkway to Jackie Robinson, from the Conduit, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just a it's a big area, and like, I knew they was coming. You know what I mean? I, the the Hasidic Jews that my my um my aunt bought the house from. When she first came to Honduras in the 50s, mm-hmm. their kids came to buy the house back. That's what I was like, hell no, don't sell it to them. If they want it, we need to keep this motherfucker. <laughs> How many siblings you have? Uh, One. Okay. I have more, but they like from my father. I don't really claim them. Okay. Shout out to Malik. So older, old, <laughs> older sibling, younger, what? I'm younger. Okay. So you're the you're the you're the elder one. Yeah. And what was your path looking like, like around high school? Like- it's looking like dead. It was looking like I was going to be dead. That's why I'm so fearless now. You yeah. know what I mean? Because every one of my teachers told me, you're going to be dead. Like, it was teachers that I knew had good hearts, but I just knew I was a pain in the ass. You know what I mean? So I knew I would rub them wrong. I would say stuff like that that I don't even hold resentment on to this day because I understand. Mm-hmm. But 
that was the path, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, was, or I was really into radio. a lot of shit. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, or radio, or that. That's crazy that you say that, because one of my teacher's sons hit me on, on Facebook. He was always older than us. Mm. So I know he's older now, but you know what I mean? He was older than me. He didn't then. stop being older than me. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. never stopped being older than me. <laughs> so he, he hit me on Facebook the other day. He was like, yo, man, I'm so proud of you, man. I remember you. From, I remember my mother coming home just stressing and talking about you. Like, yeah. yo, this kid Campbell, this kid Campbell, like, he's so smart, but he's just a pain in the ass <laughs> but yeah that was me so. who's who's the weirdest person to reach out on facebook now holy shit um it was definitely somebody weird was it um, eric <laughs> no it was my cousin my cousin that she called like she got me like she like snitched on me what for yeah. what like i had a case um i had a case matter of fact troy have like talks about it in the disc record that he made about me um where he said, um, they say you got locked up for beating the bitch up or some shit like that. Mm. I had a case, this big fat bitch, um, punched me in the club and I, and I like hit her with a bottle, mm. like, you know what I mean? Back. So I got locked up. But long story short, when I was, um, in court for it, my cousin is a cop. So she was there like with a, with someone she arrested, bringing mm. them to the district attorney's office. And she seen me, it was like mad hurt, like looking at me, like, like, what are you doing locked up? You know what I mean? Yeah. And the cop, that had me arrested was looking at her and was wondering why she was looking at me like that. Then he see, ended up seeing her back at the precinct, realized it was in the same precinct. So he asked her, he's like, he's like, yo, did you know that kid that I had arrested? And she's like, yeah, that's my little cousin. He's the black sheep of the family. Like said all this shit. And it was the crazy shit about it was she's the black sheep of the family. Like it was the weirdest shit ever. Cause I was like, what? Like, and it's so believable because I'm the dude in the cuffs that you, he would be like, you know sure, what I mean? Sure. So like they actually bought up her statement in court. That he, she made to the officer, you know what I mean? So it was like, I just never could forgive her for it. It was yeah. like, we can't speak anymore. And like she like hit me up like, yo, we're so proud of you. We said we want to make a dinner for you. And I'm like, make no, don't make no dinner for me. Yeah, yeah. Make no dinner for me. I'm good. You know what I mean? So You hold so, grudges. Yeah. yeah. So I know you don't know too much about our podcast, but we always bring out surprise guests. So here she is. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> That should be like sort of lit. No, oh, that would have yeah, been yeah, 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 yeah. that would have been fired. That would have been fired. Yo, yeah, the Foxy Brown thing was just like yeah, you know, do our yeah, research. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh um, shit. So but no, I actually so I was doing all this research and I was like, okay, well, I don't know anything about tax, like your past, really. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna just check it out. Maybe there's like a couple of things. I end up going on Lipstick Alley. <laughs> And I've never been on that website. It's a whole bunch of shit on yeah, there about me. Thousands of pages. Just, really? Yeah. Well, not about you specifically, oh. but it was like the the heading of the of the forum post was like, "Who are these girls?" And it was a picture of five girls with like nice bags, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then somehow that led on to like tens of thousands of posts about who these girls were. And by the way, they're nobodies. Like mm-hmm. that's the whole point is that these girls are nobodies. <laughs> they just have nice bags. Yeah, they yeah, just yeah, yeah. bad person. And then, but like they, they, everybody like researched all these things about all these girls and everybody around them. And I guess you were around them with mm-hmm. some other people. <laughs> I probably was. I don't fucking know. Like, yeah. Yeah. I've got sent the craziest screenshots from that shit. I'd be like, what? And I'd be wondering where they get these discoveries from because they like. They like the fakest, realest private investigators. <laughs> like they'll have you at a real location, but just like the whole complete wrong everything else. You'd be like, I don't know what the fuck. Lipstick Alley is a dangerous place. <laughs> it's fan fiction. It's amazing. It's like a bored place for people. I just seen. Um, I think it was A King, um, mm-hmm. producer, yeah, yeah. one of the producer, Combat Jackson. Yeah. He he showed he 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 sent me a link to Boxton. 
mm-hmm. and was showing me, and I'm going through it, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I had some girl who was talking about me on it, and like she actually was saying real shit, and I'm like, who is this girl? She yeah. knows me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know who definitely spends time on Boxton? Who's like, that? Jesus Nice. I bet he does. Oh, I'm sure. Hell yeah. Also, like, you're, you're really going to – you've made it now, but I feel like you're really going to have made it when Nardwar interviews you and he pulls out some shit that, like, you're just, like, blown away by. Yeah, you're going like, to, like, <laughs> absolutely murder him. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, he's the type of dude – and we've heard this, like – because, you know, like, he finds out all this information and people are just like, where the fuck did you find that – out from mm-hmm. we've heard that he talks to people in their families oh, oh. so watch out for your cousin, your cousin i know yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your cousin's gonna do some talking to nardwar yeah, she yeah. could do whatever talking only thing she could say about me is that i peed the bed till i was 11 <laughs> you know what i mean besides that i've and been a stand-up individual <laughs> 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 what is your what is your official title because you 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 podcast you're huge on the internet specifically with twitter mm-hmm. you also you consult for different record labels yeah and I do artists everything. specifically i do everything i sell crack okay i still sell crack okay you know what i mean i try to sell crack as you know much that as this possible is a podcast, podcast right and people will listen to this <laughs> oh pardon me pardon yeah, yeah. me listeners i didn't even realize it <laughs> nah but um overall like my my skill is like marketing i know how to get get things attention you know yeah, what i mean yeah and that's always been like one of my gifts that's why like when i came on twitter i got like popular so fast mm-hmm. because it would be a person with a million followers and i would say one tweet to them and they will respond to it mm-hmm. i just knew how to word things and you know what i mean and just yeah. get things noticed so i mean you were also like leaking pictures of girls giving head <laughs> well nah that wasn't me <laughs> that was somebody else somebody else leaked it i just re- reposted Yo, it <laughs> yeah but you know what smart marketing plan regardless <laughs> Yeah, things of that nature. <laughs> so, like, that's how I'm, like, you know, my, my Twitter, like, basically, like, I've seen a lot of people that, like, try to, like, help market their homeboys music or whatever on Twitter, and all they would do is, like, retweet links. Yeah. They would just keep retweeting links, and I'm like, how is that, like, helping you market something? Your page is just going to look like spam soon. Nobody's going to really pay attention to it. They might mute you, or they might just unfollow you. Yep, yep. So, I... What I was like, I already knew I was a funny dude, so I said, I'm going to be funny, I'm going to be witty, I'm going to post outrageous stuff, and yep. at the same time, I'm going to sneak the music in, you know what I mean? And that's yeah. how I'll get things noticed. So that basically was like my Twitter plan. And so who was the first artist that you were really promoting? I'm not going to say we promoted him, but we definitely like boosted him on the internet, Chief Keef. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how does that happen? Weirdly, like my little brother, like, actually played it and then like we had like a crew on on the internet called um on twitter called team ignorance okay and we used to just like it's just a team of us that just slander people just funny shit just joke on people and do different things we used to we used to tweet we used to have stuff like oh girl with the 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 best summer dress you know shit like that yeah and that's just all we used to do all day so it was like we just Started like promoting Chief Keef so much that he got noticed. Like I don't know if Chief Keef know he might have got signed because of us. Like that's this how popping like we got early. Him. Yeah, this like, is early in the game. This is before he had a, before he had a million hits on on YouTube. Like, yeah. this was before that. So, so are you catching his video on World Star YouTube and you're just like, this yeah. is something. People just started. We just started talking about it. So like, it was like. Did you believe in it, or were you just like, this is hot, and I'm going to do what I can to sort it of... It just seemed so organic, I liked it, you know what I mean? I yeah. didn't really care for the music or nothing, I liked the beat, and it just was like, 
it just seemed organic. So right. I was like, yo, I love these kids. You know what I mean? So Chief Keith was like the first guy we got noticed off of the internet. The uh, second person was like, um, was Wink Loke from Brooklyn. Cause, um, Jeezy was doing a performance in Brooklyn. So like I, we, I started hitting him up like, yo, you coming to Brooklyn, you got to put Wink Loke on. Da, 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 da. He's the big crip out here, yeah, Jeezy yeah. crip. So I'm like, yo, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then they met each other, and then they did their situation or whatever. And then after that, it just kept going. Like, it was just different people. We did, um, I did Bobby Schmurder, yep. um, GS9, like, promoted the shit out of them because people just didn't want to accept them. Right. right. And I just had to, like, really explain to them, like, how authentic they was. Like, not just, like, being real because I'm not one of them per- people like, oh, he's really tough like it didn't matter if he was really tough he was an entertainer like Bobby was entertaining I told people I was like listen wherever you go they're gonna love him cause they gonna go in the room with him and he's gonna be shining like you know what I mean so that was like my whole thing with like really trying to push Bobby Schmurter to get him popping cause people didn't want to believe in him they like oh this little black crusty kid in the video dancing these kids look dirty and they look I'm like yo it's so funny because that's how the 90s is that area of Brooklyn yeah. it's a whole bunch of like West Indian kids you know what I mean they, they, they all crept and they outside they, they might be barbecuing outside the jerk chicken on the yeah, big yeah. barrel grill yeah. and they dancing and they got all their cars out and bikes like that's just a regular day out there it just seems so authentic I was like, man, you got to push this to the world. And what'd you know about Rowdy at that point? Um, Rowdy, I, I didn't really know anything about Rowdy. I just, you know, I just, I knew him as much about him as Bobby. But once I started making calls over there, we all knew mutual people. So it just happened real fast. And then, you know, I was like, damn, Rowdy is a fucking talent. Yeah. Like that kid is like really talented. Like, you know, he really, he's, he's like the musician, you know what I mean? And Bobby's mm-hmm. the entertainer. Right. You know what I mean? Well, wait, so. Like, even before, like, you start doing that, though, like, you've been around for a minute. Like, you were running around with Mano. You were running around with, like, how did you mm-hmm. link up with Mano? Um, damn, how did I link up with Mano, man? You know what it was? I think I met him so many times. Like, when he first came home, my, um, my, um, this lady from our neighborhood, Miss Sella, shout out to Miss Sella. She's, like, close with Mano's family, Mano's mm-hmm. mother and stuff like that. So they like had a dinner for Mano as soon as he came home. Mm-hmm. And then, um, what else? It was like, and then my, um, then push Montana, mm-hmm. you know, he was, um, he was working with Mano and push yep. was my man. So mm-hmm. I was like, yo, he's like, yo, I'm working with this cat, man. I'm like, yeah, I know, man. So then this cat, other cat named Demencio was cool with him that I was cool with also. So it was like, I got real cool with Maine and shit like that. Yeah. Yo, that's our guy, by the way. Yeah. 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 And, you know, you said maybe you saw us like in various places, like mm-hmm. in Fool's Gold or whatever. You might have seen we did a couple of videos with Mano, one of which um, we're friends with Bun B. Mm-hmm. And so Bun hit us one day. And do you remember this whole thing on Facebook where some some, some kid, kid was like pretending to be like, uh, like trapping hard. or something? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so uh, his uncle started like whipping him well, with he, a belt. He filmed it. His yeah. uncle was just like. He whipped him on camera and then he put it on the kid's Facebook account to show it sort of like put him in his place and the video went crazy viral. Remember this or not? No, I do remember. Yeah. I'm trying to like I'm trying to remember the scene exactly. I yeah, remember yeah. the story. It was filmed like right off of like the computer like camera and all that. And mm-hmm. so like Bun B was like, You guys need to do like a spoof of this with, with Mano. And yeah. so we had Mano over here. He actually fucked up our uh, carpet <laughs> um, with his boots. With giant that. boots. But we and we wrote the script for him because um, we used to do sketches all the time with all mm-hmm. these different rappers and all that. And so we wrote it up, and where Mano was basically our uncle, and he was whipping us for like pretending to be hard and all that. 
And we had one line that he was like, I'm cool with the rest of the script, but just not this one line where we're just like, we referred to his buck 50 as a, as a paper cut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like just a really serious paper cut. And he was like, not that line. But otherwise, totally cool. And Mano's been over here to hang out and like mm-hmm. drive us around in his Bentley and like yeah. just like get left. <laughs> yeah, he, he like, like pulled up at like 4 a.m. one morning. Oh, and, yeah, that's yeah. him. Yeah. 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 Four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Our and, doormen definitely think that we like sell drugs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they, yeah. they don't know what we do yeah. at all except like do laundry and hop into Mano's uh, Bentley. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but like, but for real, like Mano, you know, he doesn't fuck with a lot of people, but he fucks with us, which has been like the greatest thing ever because he's mm-hmm. hilarious as hell. And but yeah. you get to go to his coming home dinner, so like that's like a different right. level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, Mano's a Mano's a cool dude. He de- Mano's a hustler, like yeah. to the tenth power. He doesn't stop. That's one thing I give him. He always motivated. He always ready to go. He always ready to push some new shit. Yeah, like, I give him that. Don't nobody Mano don't give up. No, yeah, nobody goes harder than Mano. No. So were you like part of the industry in any way before? Like, did you, what were your? Not jobs? really. Like what I was, what I was, what I was doing more or less. Like I would like, I, I knew how to write. I knew how to write records. Mm-hmm. So like I would teach people how to write records. You know what I mean? Like yeah. hooks and stuff like that. Bridges, how to count bars, just little stuff like that. And what it was is that I was always around dudes that was coming home from jail and they never knew how to count bars and stuff right, like yeah, that. Just keep going. Yeah, so I would always teach them stuff like that. And then my cousin, um, Damon Eden. He worked at um he worked at Bad Boy mm-hmm. for a little while, so I used to always be up there with him. And Wait, then, which version of Bad Boy? The old Bad Boy. Okay, so like, yeah, not like <laughs> yeah, two thousand. No, 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 no. The original Boy, yeah. Puff Daddy in the family. Yeah, the like, original like when it was not like, like kind of dangerous. And, yeah, <laughs> when Diddy was a whole thug. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Diddy is thug, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um. So you would go up to the the office, their their whole building there, yeah, and like Daddy's house, all yep, that, like house, you know yeah, what I mean. Sure. And then after that, he started working at Atlantic, so I started coming up there. Yep. Then I would like help with like writing certain records and shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was like how I really got the love to want to be in the, in the industry. Yeah. You know what I mean? But after that, I went to jail. Okay. So you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> then I came out. And then the internet was dead, but but you knew how to count bars by the time that you were in jail, so you were good. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I was counting a lot of bars. <laughs> then it was the Twitter, man. Twitter is phenomenal. Yeah, it's yeah. a great place to great place to to reach people and meet people. Totally. Like, you know, I always tell people this story because people because this people keep telling me like, "Yo, man, you like you blew up off Twitter," and I'm like, "Yo, man, I always knew that I was gonna do something off of Twitter because." Mm-hmm. In 2009, I came home, Push told me, Push said, yo, man, you got to make a Twitter, man. That shit is great. All the bitches is on it. You got to get on Twitter. Yeah. I'm like, ah, I'm going to get on it. I got on Twitter. I think the first week I was home, I ended up meeting up with somebody to pistol whip them or some shit. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. I'm like, damn, this shit is ridiculous. I didn't know how to deal with the internet trolls. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I would take everything serious. And then, I think two weeks later, I had an Asian sending me um, weed from Canada. And that's when I knew Twitter Wait, was the Asian best shit ever. Or an Asian? No, an Asian chick sending okay. me, sending me um, weed from Canada. Just because I was just watching the documentary and they was talking about how British Columbia had the best weed now and all this shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I go on my Twitter like, yo, who lives in Canada? <laughs> and mad people say they live in Canada. So I just start following them. Yo, I live in Canada. I live in Canada. And you just DM'd yo, each other? DM'd everybody. Yo, send me some weed. Like, Yo, that's like the most like narkish thing that you could have done. Yeah, <laughs> but they really did it. And I really got the weed, so it was, was like, it good weed or was it, it like sherm? Sure. Fire, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was fire. Yo, yeah, what she called it? How many <laughs> how many people did you did you follow at first? Because like people are people get real defensive. Like if they don't get followed, like mm-hmm. you must get that a lot too. Like yo, follow me back, and that's the worst. 
I think people don't even try it with me no more. That one, like, I'll follow anybody. Like, I just, I like funny shit. I see one funny tweet from you and I'll follow you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It don't really take much for me to follow you. It's just, you know, the people that want to follow, I can't follow you. Right. If you want it, like, you follow me back, no. bro. No. No, don't do that. And, nah. then they, and then they get mad if you unfollow oh, them. Oh, I love a good unfollow. <laughs> nah. That's what, you haven't got an unfollow stay in the street? Yeah, yo. <laughs> yo. <laughs> I got a guy come up to me in the club one time. He was like, it hurt me that you unfollowed me. And I was like, like I... Like this... Yeah, yeah like don't, don't, don't say that. Don't yeah, do that. Yeah, it hurt me. I don't, yo, I'm going to follow you back right now yeah. because <laughs> I'm just not that type of person. <laughs> yo, but the mute button saved all that now. Yeah, now you don't oh, need yeah. to get into this like awkward phase anymore. You just mute them, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, I got somebody muted right now. I bet I don't think I'm ever gonna take them off. And I usually just unfollow people, but you know, the mute, the mute is all right. Yeah, wait, let's go back to Bad Boy for a second. Were mm-hmm. you fucking with like Harv Pierre? Um, I I, I met him yeah. a couple times there. Like, I was a kid there though. Like, yeah. I really was a kid. I wasn't really of age, so it was like I was just a kid hanging around. Right. So it was all like, those bottles of Ciroc. Like my, <laughs> my my cousin when he was there, they were sending him to go get coffee, and yeah. then he'll send me. Right. Like you go get the coffee. You know <laughs> what I mean? So that was like what I was basically doing. I remember just seeing all. I seen a lot of stuff there though. I definitely seen a lot of stuff. Yeah. So so okay. So you get out. And you're you're on Twitter now, and then the whole Chief Keith thing starts, right? Mm-hmm. So you're now you're a marketing genius. genius. Yeah, ah, nice. <laughs> nah, yeah. not really. I didn't know what the fuck we was doing at first. We just was doing it, and I just realized how the six degrees of separation works. Yeah, and you know, just having like you know, if you have like an influential person from like every region agreeing to the same thing, it becomes popular. Yeah, it becomes a popular belief. Right. So. You know, if I deal with this person from Miami who has a huge following in Miami, this cat from Atlanta, this cat from Georgia, Texas, whoever, you yeah, know what British I mean, Arizona, British Columbia, yeah. Yeah. British yeah. Columbia. <laughs> and then I say, and then I say, the real podcast is the best podcast. Yeah. They're going to say, yo, my man said, it's the real is the best podcast. And, yeah. just gonna keep, and that's it after that. Now, all these people everywhere know about it. Now, it's just about amount of time for it to spread and connect. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's wild. So that's just that's when I just realized how the internet worked, and I was like, "Yo, it would be I would do certain things, and I would like I started like like really doing tests with it. I would want to like get something out, and instead of me doing it, I would send it to a girl I knew that was popular in North Carolina. Yeah, like yo, put this out, and you know what I mean, say this, that, and the third. And I, I so just I never dealt drugs, but this sounds like drugs. <laughs> 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 And, you know, I relate a lot of shit to the crime that I've done. So, sure. you know what I mean? A lot of legal things that I do now, I relate it to old crime that I've done. And just, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. 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 I, no, I did all them shits, and I went to jail for them. They can't do nothing to me. I was convicted. I did my time. Like, it's all You're over. You're welcome at your cousin's place for dinner now. It's nah, all good. not there. <laughs> Wait, so you... um. At what point do you know what your value is then? Because, like, clearly this is worth something to, like, let's say record companies. Like, you can walk in there and be like, this is what I bring to the table and you should pay me this much to consult for you. You know, that's, what like, what I was basically doing on Twitter because after I realized the power of what I could do, yep. I was like – I was – because – Ebro actually said something to me one day on the radio. I mean, not on the radio, on Twitter. And he said, yeah, you're just mad because GS9 left you in the hood and didn't give you none of that money. And it was like weird to me. I understood what he meant, but it was weird to me because it was like I really was doing it just for the passion and wanting right. to see him go. Yeah. But what I was also doing was interning. 
I was interning in front of everybody. Right. And that's why I was doing it. That's why I would grab up an artist that I believed in and just start pushing their music immediately without even meeting them. Right. I'll meet them later. Like, I would meet these dudes three weeks after I already done got it everywhere. And, and you were like, comfortable doing that. Yeah, I was yeah. comfortable with it because the thing is, is this. I'm actually doing it out of the kindness of my heart. Sure. Right. If you feel kind enough to say, yo, man, I want to pull you in this so we could do this or whatever, what else, then we could do it. Right. And that would be the type of person I would want to deal with. Yeah. If you don't, then that's the type of person I wouldn't want to deal with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if someone was to do a kind gesture for me, right. you know what I mean, and just look out for me and get me in a position, then I would definitely be like, yo, I'm going to look out for that dude in some type of way. You know yeah. what I mean? But Well, I definitely I, feel like we're in, a, we're in a time now where people feel like they just have to jump right to like past internships or whatever yeah. the equivalent mm-hmm. is. They're just People feel privileged or like there's a no. shortcut or something, but they don't do their time. I don't even feel privileged now. You know what I mean? Like, And I know that I've done things and I don't like certain people be like, yo, you better tell them motherfuckers to give you this and right. give you an office head and this, that, and the third. And I'd be like, you know what I mean? I don't feel that privileged because I, I know I can do more. Right. So I'm willing to prove myself all over again. Hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not afraid to do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I also told, also said I won't intern because I did already. Right. Yeah. I did. You were your cousin's intern. I interned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got that coffee. I, yeah. I interned. <laughs> I interned already. I got the coffee. I, I, I put all these artists out, connected to no label. Yep. I got them popping. I got New York City Radio to pay attention to them. I got other genres to pay attention to them. You know what I mean? Well, let me ask you a question. Did any of your back and forth with Ebro come from a point where you were like, I'm going to get on his radar and I'm really going to have him know me and then I'll be able to use that relationship to push my artist forward? No. Nope. maybe now he respected it. Because Ebro does, I think, respect people who give Challenge it right back him, to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, that wasn't really it. You know what it was? was um, I felt like it was a, a huge bias going on in Hot 97 specifically, not even just 105. It was really Hot 97. I really felt that way. And I felt that way about Troy Ave because, mm-hmm. you know, you had dudes like Bobby Schmurter who could literally – he could have packed Hammerstein Ballroom before y'all knew who he was. Right. Mm. The people from Brooklyn would have came to his show, but they would like hype a Troy Ave show up that had nothing but bloggers in it. It was nothing but bloggers that were there to get this content. There was no people. Like, I'm like, where is the people? The people don't believe in it. And it was getting frustrating. And it came to the point to where I had, like, stopped slandering Troy Ave. It was like, because I just wanted to see New York win so bad that I was like, yo, I'm going to just stop saying shit about this dude. I just hope he hope he go. Go ahead. You know what I mean? But then it just came to the point, too, where I felt like he was a part of the issue. Because instead of him embracing some of the acts that he knew was good, he was afraid to because he knew that they was better than him. You know what I mean? Right. So I felt like they was just really contributing to that. Hot 97 built Troy Ave. It was Hot 97. Like, by themselves. Like, everybody, yeah. all the Puerto Ricans, they did it. <laughs> um... <laughs> I do wonder, I mean, like, everybody always goes after Hot uh, for that, for, like, not supporting New York, but I'm always just like, I don't know that Power really, like, has, like, a, a foot to stand on there. Oh, I think I think Power is, like, Power might not be radio. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, music, it's like, it's so big, you know what I mean? It's like, it's not, it's, it's so big, it can't even connect with the people. Right. You know what I mean? And I feel like that might be the reason why Summer Jam is still a bi- a bigger deal than Powerhouse is. You Agreed. know what I mean? Yeah. Still. Like, and Powerhouse is big, but it's like, 
it's still not that right that like steep yeah. and aura when you hear summer jam like summer jam you right, know yeah. nothing great really happened to power yet you know even though even though like summer jam like you know it was a lot of stunts the screens the yeah you know what i mean yeah a lot of great moments of hip-hop you know what i mean i don't know why or I mean, whatever yeah. <laughs> 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 or whatever yeah. I like that. We asked this to 50. We interviewed 50 and we were like, why don't you do your own thing? Like, why don't you just have your own concert? Why don't you go to Barclays and like bring out everybody who you want to bring out? And I'm sure you'll like do mm-hmm. as well or better than like a powerhouse. Yeah. And, and he said he was going to, but I don't, he never did it, right? No. But like, I, that's what yeah. I don't understand. In this age where like nothing's stopping like an individual from going far. Like, you know what you sound to me like? You sound like. You're a one-stop shop now. Mm-hmm. Like, you have this connection all around the country. You don't necessarily – you might be more powerful than some radio stations, mm-hmm. like, honestly, you know? Like, your push, your cosign, that means a lot more than, like, not hearing a song on the radio or hearing a song on the radio, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. No, it just means you have to have Joe Button on every week. That, well, that's it. That's <laughs> I mean, it. I mean, Joe, come back. <laughs> Joe come back. I didn't know I was I was um sleeping and Combat Jack called me. He was like, Yo, bro, I think you had like thirty thousand, man. He was like, The days the days ain't even um halfway done. I'm yeah. like, Really? <laughs> I was like, I didn't even look, but I I knew it was gonna do good, you know what I mean? Because people love the drama. Yeah. But you know what I mean? That wasn't I just want people to know that wasn't my intent. Like I didn't really no, of course. you know what I mean? I didn't want it to go that way, but just like just like I said, if you every for everybody that said that I act I acted dumb, I need to let y'all know that's me. So don't don't ever like me again because that's me right there. <laughs> no, but you were you were popping off the Memphis Bleak episode, the Styles episode. Yeah, like, like I, had a I always, record, like. I always, I always, I always like you know what I like to keep the the way I like to interview is I like to I, I like to ask questions, but I also like to relate and talk. You know, yeah. I like to give off my point of view on certain things. So when people was like saying certain shit, I was like, what is wrong with you people? I do this in every interview. Like I asked Memphis Bleak, why did he do the shampoo commercial? You know what I mean? Like nobody never asked him that. You know how long I wanted to ask <laughs> yeah. Memphis Bleak why he did the shampoo commercial? Now you got to get Uncle Murder on. I know. Yeah. About that pawn shop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We ever going to ask Uncle Murder about the pawn shop. <laughs> Um, yeah. But do you ever think about like using your brand to put on your own shows? What do you mean? Like like go to uh, Webster Hall? Oh yeah, Hall yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I or actually, SOBs, or I, SOBs, I actually have like it's crazy because one of my cousins in North Carolina he promotes so like he always had these big ideas to throw concerts. You know what I mean? So I always was with it, but it was like I didn't have the money to do it either, and I yeah. didn't. I wasn't nobody, so that always been a part of my thing. Like I'm actually about to start looking into it now because I want to get something going for, especially for the new artists because yeah. I like new talent, not just new rappers. So you know what I mean? I like new talent, like just. Whatever you could Adele. do, if you could play the harp. <laughs> I love Adele, like exactly, like you know what I mean. Like, I, I would actually Adele. be like the best if you. It was Taxstone presents Adele. Uh, yeah, yeah, like I might, I might just sing that out acoustical. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I, lo- I really love Adele. You know what I mean? But I like different types of music, so you know what I mean. I always like to hear that different type of sound. That's why I work with like the fame school camp because yep, they're like yep. so different it's not like completely hip hop because it's pop you know what I mean right 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 it's just different type of stuff besides uh, fame school how many other people do you hang out with that have ponytails <laughs> oh man damn that might be the only crew man Yo, shout out to Slim shout out to Slim man <laughs> yeah man Slim is my guy yeah man. so how do you how do you link up with fame school and, and Manola Rose um Uber Scythe 
this guy Uber Cypher on Twitter. He's like a, a a graffiti artist, like this mad smart ass graffiti artist from Brooklyn. And he like tweeted me. He said, "Tax man, yo, you gotta check this Kim Manolo Rose out." So I didn't pay attention to it. And then he, like, <laughs> he told me again. He was like, "Yo, bro, I'm telling you, check this shit out." So I watched the performance, and I was like, "Wow!" Like he was like really turning up at the performance. He's performing "Run Ricky Run" yeah. in the flat. And I think that's in Williamsburg. Mm. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? And I'm watching the people, and I'm like, they with them. They love it. I'm like, let me listen to the record. So when I listened to the record, it was so unorthodox, because it was like offbeat. And I'm like, yo, it's offbeat, though. (laughs) But then I'm like, I love it, because it's so vivid. He's painting a vivid description of the movies, you know what I mean, that we grew up on. So it was like, yo, I was like, I love this shit. And I ended up playing the record a couple times, and I just started pumping that shit out. I swear to God, pumping it out at least thirty-five tweets a day. Run, Pause. Ricky, run. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I just told I'm a, I just told people I'm, I'm gonna stop saying pause because I think it's offensive to gay people. So and, yeah, and I don't want to offend them. The motherfuckers are strong. Do you consider yourself Manolo's manager? Nah, I like I do his marketing. Okay, okay. Marketing. His marketing manager, marketing manager. Yeah, I guess he's got like a whole. Like, he's like, the marketing I do a whole department. bunch of shit. Yeah. Like I do, I, I. That's why it's like really no real description because I get so much done. Because yeah. the thing was is that I always had this idea that I was gonna do a whole bunch of stuff. So what I did was I connected myself to video directors mm-hmm. from different places that I was always good with. You know what I mean? And they they believed in me. So like everybody that I believed in, it was so easy for me to do things with artists. So now like if I believe in an artist right now, I could be like, yo, I believe in you, yo, man, deal with me. Let's get this going. Yeah. I have three, four video shoots done for him in a week. I'll have him in the studio with Slim by the end of the night yep. getting some flint. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I'll have him here with this producer. I'll have him here. He'll have a project done probably in no time. You yeah. know what I mean? And so be ready to go. Where does PNB come from? PNB Rock? Yeah. PNB Rock, man, from Philly, man. That dude is good, man. He He's good and he has a huge lady following. And huge. But <laughs> you guys connected how? Like, Well, th- um, PNB actually, um, Orlando from... Yeah, I was about to say, from, Orlando from, just hit me up. From, Atlantic. Um, Atlantic, yeah. yeah he, he was like, yo, man, check this kid, PNB Rock. I was tell me how you feel. So I'm like, yo, I like it. And he had like three other artists, and I told him, I was like, PNB was the best. I'm like, yo, check him. And then he hit me like two days later. He said, I'm going to fuck with him. <laughs> you know, Orlando worked fast, because that boy saw Fetty Wap in yes, like he did. eight days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> eight days of a discussion. Like, Trey Pizzi was like, yo, man, I got to fuck with Fetty Wap. <laughs> Motherfuckers watch the video. Next day he hit me, yo, you like this Fetty Wap shit? This shit, Fetty Wap shit is alright. Like, yo, I don't know, this shit might go. He hit me another deal, this shit might go. Nine days later, Fetty Wap was <laughs> And now nobody's ever heard from him again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you, by the way, I just thought of this right now. The first place I ever heard from Fetty, no joke, was on Hot 97 one day. Like, and this is early, like, yeah. mm-hmm. in the, the winter before he blew, like, it was on Hot 97. So yeah. for however much they don't play New York, I guess they fuck with New Jersey. So. Yeah, well, that, it's probably from my tweets. They probably seen me tweeting it. <laughs> so Hot 97 owes you a check or at least, like, you know, Man, some, they, some college credit because you're interning for them. They know, you know, they, like, they know they watch. See, the thing is, is that they know that I'm connected with the people yeah. all the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The people could call me. Like so many people have my number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I give it out. I give it out. Because like I want to know what's going on. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? So I, I don't mind. But that so. doesn't mean you're picking up every phone call though. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't mean that either. You know what I mean? But 
I'm accessible, so I just try to stay connected. So like you know, they know like you know like even look right now, Hot ninety seven. They just accepted Albie Al from New Jersey. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I had Albie Al on the podcast as soon as he came home. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I just knew I believed in him. He rapped with passion. Like he raps with like this super passion, like that Beanie Siegel passion. And it just was like, yo, this kid's fire. He's gonna go somewhere. I'm telling y'all. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And now like he's flourishing. All, all New York City radio is fucking with him. Have you been wrong yet? Mm. Nah, I can't really say I've been I've been wrong. Not with not with nah. Probably probably with Winklow because he didn't do anything. He mm-hmm. didn't really like keep pursuing his you know what I mean mm-hmm. his career and that's one of my big things when I deal with an artist what I do is I try to like hang around him a little bit before we commit to anything because I want to see your work ethic sure because I'm like yo I'm gonna work hard and I need you working just as hard as me yeah because if you do we can really do something yeah but if you're not and you just depending on me to like do everything you know what I mean it won't really work you know what I mean let's use each other <laughs> well you know I grew up rough I didn't have much on the west side of east New York we used to pride though we have with soups yeah yeah <laughs> That's my excuse to everything. <laughs> Have you ever said anything on like uh, on Twitter that you've like regretted, like that you think has gone too far? Yeah, a couple times. Yeah, like the time when I tweeted, "This bitch snuffed me," and I hit her with the bottle. I regretted that because they used that in court. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> seems like a good reason not to you know? tweet that. But you know, um, I'm at the point now. Like, I don't regret anything. I don't regret anything. I'm just. I just go I just go with the flow like yeah. you know what I mean I know usually I think and I think fast but I do think you know yeah. what I mean yeah. so it's I never really do things without thinking so I can't never really be like oh I regret that like I thought about it before I did it you know what I mean so Yo, and, and now you're Yo. juicing yeah. like you're, you're a changed man <laughs> I know Who I'm the you? juice god I'm about yeah. to start doing yoga you know what I mean Are like, you really? Yeah man I'm about to start doing yoga wow. man Yo yeah. is there a yoga studio like in uh in East New York? Oh shit I hope not <laughs> Who knows what that would be like <laughs> Shooting at the yoga studio <laughs> With podcasting how many of the people you reach out to know you already? Like, did, did Bleak know you beforehand? Yeah, he did, actually. Yeah. But he yeah. spends a lot of time on the internet, I've heard. Okay. Well, he, he told me he doesn't really deal with the social media, but he knew who I was. He was like, yo, somebody said tax stone. And I said, that motherfucker from Twitter? <laughs> he, said, he said, you said some bullshit to me before. I said, I probably did. You know what I mean? But you know what it is, is that, like, a lot of the people I be fans of a lot of the people that I bother like I'm a fan of Meek Mill yeah, and that's why like I, I, I critique him so much and I always be thinking about him because I be like damn I still confused it what just happened you know right, what I mean so right. a lot of people I'm sure be like, he's confused too yeah yeah, yeah definitely people you, always be me like how could you like you was a Meek fan I'm like yeah yeah that's what I'm trying to explain did to you y'all. guys cross paths <laughs> at Fool's Gold no I didn't see him I left like they was taking like too long to get yeah, there and yeah, I was tired yeah, I was yeah. there for so many hours I was yeah, like I'm yeah. out I wanted to see them there cause I was like yo I, I gotta see the dream chasers I need to know if they are gonna try to beat me up or not <laughs> cause I be talking mad shit on well, the well what's the closest that you come to somebody actually like really threatening you in real life um, off, off of Twitter not really nobody nobody really you know people people just like to talk they do uh, you know well, we've mean? had a rough yeah, experience we've, that yeah. you have I guess <laughs> People, people just like to talk, you know, and they go, and a lot of things, people are going to try that with the people that they feel like they can do it with because they feel like they can get away with murder. And I told people, I keep telling people that was my reason for going at Troy Avenue because I don't like 
people to do that. I don't pick battles. If a bear walk in this room, it's on. Mm. I'm going to be mad that he walked in the room, mm. but it's going to be on. You know what I mean? That's just how I give it up. I don't pick battles. I don't be like, oh, I'm going to pick on that kid right there and right. not pick on him or pick on that person and not pick on him. You know, a, a guy told me um, not too long ago, he was like, yo, suck my dick. And you know, like, in, in hip-hop, like, that's dangerous. That's a dangerous phrase. Like, I've seen people lose their lives because of that. So, and I, and I, and I, and I, he tried to like apologize a couple weeks later, and I said, "Yo, I can't really let you slide, man." Because mm. you know what? I didn't let a girl slide with that a couple years ago. That would be morally wrong. Right. So when I see you, we are gonna have to see each other, and that's it. Hold on. Did you say when a bear walks in a room? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah. yeah. You know, shooter, um, shooter, bird gang shooter yeah. is down with Dipset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said in the line. He said in the line, "If a lion fights a lion, one of them dying." And there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I keep then, trying to tell you people. So if you think you pinning me up a lot, pinning me up against a lion, trying to amp shit online yep. and shit like that, just know one of them dying. Um, <laughs> and J.R. Ryder had a song called Bird Call. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now here, here's the real question: Do you know? Do, yeah. Do you, do you know any Bird Lady lyrics? Bird Lady lyrics. Yeah. Who's yeah. that? She was like a affiliate from. Um, Dipset from yeah. Bird Gang, right? Uh, where was she? That that chick yeah. was she like from the south? I'm trying to think. There was think Bird so. Lady, but there was also Jaja. And I don't no, know. Yeah, no, Zha-Zha Zha-Zha it, no, I'm not talking about Jaja. There was Bird Lady too. It was separate. I, I, I think I do remember a Bird Lady, but I'm yeah. just trying to remember who she exactly was. Yeah. So many female rappers have disappeared. <laughs> what happened to strings? Like a, there was a Birdman song called Miss Bird Lady. Uh, yeah, there was. There was. Tax is so confused by this, and it's fine. Like, I, I feel man, so ashamed lady. talking about Birdman, like, deep cuts. That's the Birdman. Yeah. Like, who knew number nine on Birdman's yeah, yeah. album? Yo, I bought Birdman's first album. Number one stunner. Number one stunner. Yeah. Wow. I own, I know. like, physical copy. I don't know Sorry if we could be friends anymore. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. So what was it like? <laughs> Classic. What led you classic? to this? Every- what led you to this decision? <laughs> Yo, this was not recent. This wasn't like I was like, going to get like a But class. you know, I had, I had Master P. I had Master P. Um, was it? Was yeah. it like his la- like late albums? Like no, that would no. be embarrassing. No, no, no. This definitely was about 96. Yeah. Okay. This might have been like right before Pac died. I think he dropped the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, which album was that, man? It was green. It was like Reflector. had the tank on it. Yo, you're describing all of them. <laughs> yeah, right? That was every cover he had, right? Did you buy the Snoop one that came out on No Limit? No, I was disappointed with Snoop and the No Limit. I was a big Just Snoop overall? fan. Yeah. Well, you so were like... I was too. No, but he had to get out of that death row contract. I didn't understand that as a kid. I understand that. Now, now you, you know, know what I mean? Know. But as a kid, I'm like, how you gonna go to New Orleans <laughs> from the west side? Da, 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 you know what I mean? And then I felt like he was running from Shug. He went to probably, probably did, but you know what I mean? Yeah. By the way, I was with uh, Loki yesterday. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a shirt that says, like, Reasonable Doubt. Like, all the albums that came out in, like, 1996. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this girl comes up to us. I guess it's one of his friends. And she's like, Machiavelli spelled wrong. And I'm looking at it. And I'm like, um, I don't I don't think it is. And he's like, no, I don't. I don't. And she's like, M.A. You know, and she's like, the, the Italian writer. And I'm like, <laughs> well, yes. But in the context of all these albums from yeah. 1996, <laughs> yeah. we're not talking about, like, you know, yeah, Renaissance. About, yeah, yeah, exactly. Talking about Tupac, back, which, who was yeah. a Renaissance man of another sort. Sure. Like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... So, do you fuck with any artists who are not necessarily under your purview? Like, you're not you're not their marketing person, but you still like listen to their music and yeah. fuck with them and and their movement and all that. Yeah, 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 a lot. 
a lot. That's why I told. That's why most of the artists in New York fuck with me because I don't. I'm not biased. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And I'm not for the 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 fake beefs. Like and I feel like that's a lot. What held New York City back is that other artists felt like because they might have had a little buzz and then he got a little buzz over there that they have to go at each other. Yeah. And it'd be like that ain't the case. If I always try to explain to people, if you look at what happened in Atlanta, what happened in Atlanta was them dudes felt like they had talent and they felt like they was being overlooked. So they clicked up. And mm-hmm. when they clicked up, they strived. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's it. Look at the motherfuckers that's alive. Do not look at the motherfuckers that died. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's, who you, that's who you follow. And that's what I was trying to explain to everybody out here. You, there's no reason to have a beef with this dude from the Bronx that you never met because he did four more minutes set than you. Right. You know what I mean? Why don't you go holler at him and he possibly could pull you back? And now that's why everybody like in the city is like cohesive and, and cool and everybody's video shoots right now because yep. it don't make no sense. I was an instrumental part in all of that and just speaking to people like, cause it was whack, yeah. especially like everybody's a gangbanger, you know what I mean? So he's a crip and then I know the big crips over here. So I tell him, yo, yo, listen, y'all get over here and don't do it like that. And you get over here, you're going to do this record with the blood and you're going, you know what I mean? Yep. Because it don't make sense at the end of the day for you to just have beef because this dude raps, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You rap. Would you say you're more like Farrakhan or Africa Bambada? I'm more like Africa Bambada with a um with a oop. Okay. <laughs> with a oop and a handy bean pie. <laughs> you know, I sort of wish you said with a guap, like <laughs> free guap. <free> right? <laughs> um. And so, like, where do you see yourself, like, going now? Like, obviously, the podcast is something you enjoy doing, right? Mm-hmm. Is it something you want to continue for a while? Like, are you comfortable I, with I like podcasting. I really like it. Um, yeah, I just was in the city today, and this guy, like, walked up to me, said, taxis. I was like, oh, shit, what's good, bro? Like, yo, man, 50 say a line, man. Say you love me, say me you love me. Don't stare at me, man. Yeah. I hate to be in the pin for slapping one of my fans. Yeah. Now you just tell it. me you love me, man, when you walk up, man. <laughs> Please don't ice grill me all the way till you get up to me. I just don't, you don't know what my reaction might be. You know what I mean? But has anybody come up to you crazy? Like, like I feel like anybody that comes up to you in the streets, like us too, mm-hmm. is normally just like very supportive. Like nobody will ever be like, yo, I fucking hate your videos, by the way. And that's what I don't like because well, I know I, they I be got there. That once. You got somebody? Oh, there? yeah, yeah. We were actually at, um, at, uh, Combat Jack's like Christmas party last year. Oh right, at yeah, engine yeah. room. There were like just a bunch of people like hanging around, and this one dude comes up. He's like, "Your videos, they're like, they're all right." And I was like, "Oh, I <laughs> could have done better." We're like, "Yeah," but then he stuck around for the entire time. I and know, kept talking so, to us, yeah. and I was just like, "Nah, some motherfuckers just want a friend." Yeah. you know, a guy said recently to me on Twitter. He said, "Yo, you a fucking clown," and da 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 on Twitter. And I was like, "I right, yo, have a nice day, bro." The nigga said, "Yo, but I fuck with taxis, you know." And this, that, and the third, and da da da. I said, "Yo, this guy is crazy." Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? They so want some, the attention. They want you yeah, to say something. Some By the way, I don't regret sending those tweets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get that mute. Me joke. personally, I'll tell you, like, if I don't like certain things, like, I won't just say it. Like, as soon as I meet you, hey, how you doing? I hate your video. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, I'm not trying to be that much of an asshole. Right. If it comes to the conversation, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I seen that one. I didn't really like that one or whatever. You know what I mean? I just try to keep it as honest as possible. You right. know what I mean? I don't be wanting to make people feel like that's like me right now like i could have came up here and been like yo man i heard um 14 episodes you start asking about shit and i'm like (laughs) yo see i have people come to me and be like so like you know i love your podcast and i'm like great thank you and then i start talking about how like we usually make dinner for everybody because Mm -hmm. like that's sort of the bit yeah um we didn't do it today just because 
we don't respect you. But true, <laughs> true. I was I was sitting there like, yeah, these motherfuckers ain't make not no. one barbecue matzo cracker. Not- matzo cracker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just saying words. Are yeah. you guys good cooks? We're all we right. can do it. We're okay. Can you cook? Yeah, I'm just lazy. I don't like cooking, so I'd rather just deal with a woman from a third world country. Can. <laughs> you and Joe connect. We're hip hop sketch <laughs> comedians, which means that like you know we don't eat out a lot. Like you sort of have to like you know make your own shit and have leftovers and make it last for a while. Yeah, yeah. So you learn to be a good cook. Like you know, that's what I need to do. I need to start saving money. You're making money though. Like this Joe Budden. I need episode. to make more. They need, give me some more <laughs> money. They gotta understand. I was just doing crime. You understand me? It, it, the crime money and legal money is two different things. Yes, by definition. If there's way, if there's a way to find, if there's a way to find legal money, the way crime money was coming in, let's fucking do it. You know what I mean? Do you want all of your, well, you know, checks coming in in like shoe boxes? I know. Yes, yeah, I would. Paper bags. I would definitely like it in a shoe box or two. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Um, but you enjoy working with the labels and everything. Everyone's being nice to you. Yeah, everybody's cool. Yeah, I'm doing this. Um, this Jada Kiss thing tomorrow. We're starting. Dope. What's yeah, that? It's like a um, it's like a barbershop series where we talk about top five dead or alive. Awesome. And everything is That's album coming out next month. We saw him last night. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm doing that tomorrow. That's great. It's cool. Have you heard any of the new record? No, I didn't hear anything. I actually just told him that today. I'm like, listen, I need to hear it. Yeah. So I can embody. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. And yeah, understand. You know what I mean. And yeah, we heard some of it last night. It sounds yeah, it sounds really good. good, really good. By the way, wow. so one time, uh, actually, at Chink Struggs is um, like not. It wasn't like a wake. It was what like a, a listening party or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was also like uh, in memoriam, right? Or whatever. Yeah. But anyway, so we ran into it's biscuit, mm-hmm. and it's biscuit comes up and he's like, "Yo, every time you DM Jada Kiss." I get it because I run Jadakus's Twitter account, oh, yeah. and then he's like, and then I text Jadakus, and I'm just like, oh, so why am I not just texting Jadakus? Yeah, because like, we have yeah. Jada's number. Like, yeah. 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 I just love his biscuit, actually. Yeah, just now. <laughs> um, tell him hi. Biscuit. Actually, I'm gonna DM Jadakus. I'll tell him hi. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, Biz. <laughs> How's everything going? So, who's left on your like? Like dream guest list right now for the podcast, or like if not like that, then w- what is your ideal guest? Oh, man. You know, I don't know. You know, tax season, when I started it, I never really wanted it to be like, you know, a music podcast. You know what I mean? I right. wanted it to be just a podcast of things I was fan of. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it might have been anything from a hooker to, you know what I mean, to the crackhead on the corner. Like, sure. Who any, might be a hooker. Yeah. Who <laughs> might be a hooker. You know what I mean? Like, anybody could come on tax season if they got a good story and well, I could speak to them. You've had a bunch of our friends on. Blogzilla and Loki mm-hmm. and Premium Pete and, like, a bunch of a bunch of different people like yeah. we fuck with. So You guys are going to come on, too. We will be there. Have to, you have to drink know, brown water. You yeah. got to... <laughs> You have to drink brown water. Oh, it's like it's like Henny Palooza, but make like, sure you answer my podcast. questions. Oh, of course. <laughs> Yo, especially since you know zero about us right now. So you're gonna have oh, I'll, I'll know. I'll know something about you then. Wait, do you do research? Yeah, yeah. That seems like you don't. No, I do. I do though. Okay. Like I tell Jonathan, I tell Jonathan, yo, give me some questions about them. But I know Jonathan always sees every time. I always got my own questions. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'll say some of his, and then I'll have my own. Like you know what I mean? So I always, I always um got to know something. It won't. It just it's hard. You know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. kind of hard to not know anything and just go right in. You we've, know what I mean? We've, we've done sway in the morning a whole bunch of times, and it's always funny because you're sitting right next to him, and they print out like a bunch of facts about you, even though he knows us and like knows our story and. Everything. 
everything, you see like just like obscure sort of old shit on there too that like may or may not be right. And it's mm-hmm. just sort of like looking over like it's like okay, he's gonna ask me about that. Yeah, like it's fun. always just like went to Boston University <laughs> and it's like, well, I don't think that's gonna come up in the podcast talking about like, you know, playing Scrabble with Max B I know, and yeah. I went to BU. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we didn't talk about the T V show. You were suspended from from Charlemagne show. Sense, yeah. yeah. What happened there? People was emailing companies about me. <laughs> yeah. That's mm. when you know you're popular. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Especially when it's by your peers. <laughs> they so scared. Yo, that's when I knew. I said, yo, listen, I never thought I was a threat until that point. Never. I never thought I was a threat to anybody because I didn't, I wasn't out here like I was like trying to gun for people's jobs and shit like right, that. Right, right. And I'm like, yo, I'm like, damn, people are email a company like, you know what I mean? You know exactly who it is, who did it. And it's like, they don't, like, it's just no respect. But I understand it. You scared. Yeah. You're just never going to get that Pepsi sponsorship. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, wait, how long did you go away for? Um, I think it was a week. Okay, yeah. so it wasn't like, you can still vote. No, 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 no. Jeff's talking about jail. Oh, shit. Yeah. You're talking, I'm talking about, about yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm talking yeah. about TV. Yeah. Oh, Jeff, I can't vote. I can't vote. Okay. I can't vote. I was going to say, so, like, one of our ideas for our podcast is we want to have Jim Jones come over and watch one of the Republican debates, because <laughs> why not? Yeah. Um, and um, Jonathan's sitting over there, like, he's going to steal the idea. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you can make it happen, I haven't been able to make it happen yet, but you can, you know, go for it. But um, I was wondering, uh, so you don't care about the election at all, or do you? Yeah, no, because this shit is like a spectacle right now. I said, like, what the fuck is this? Like, I've never seen America look so clownish before ever. Not like, only that. it's not just Donald Trump. It's dumbness feeding into it, like, yo, them. I think they, like, I think if they just ignored him, like, well, Donald Trump said, all right, next question. <laughs> like, I think if everybody did that, like, that'd be so great. Then I could like really believe. I feel, I feel like everybody's like a part of it somehow. Also, I don't know. We're a year and a half away from the election. It's not a year and a half. It's Get less. ready. It's never. It's November next year. It's, oh, it's, it's actually one year. One year. Away. One year away, yeah. and Donald Trump is the president. Well, that, that don't will say not like happen. that. that will not. We're gonna get all the oil, and then we gonna die. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> Donald Trump is determined to get that oil. Yo, you seen that clip yeah, when they they made him talking about oil? Yeah, and it's yeah. about fifty six times. It's, He's like the oil, the <laughs> oil, the oil, the oil. Yo, <laughs> I, said, oh, shit. I was telling people like, and we were talking about it actually. Like he's DJ Khaled. It's mm-hmm. the same exact thing. One phrase and just repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. Mm-hmm. But you know what? One thing, the only thing I can say that I like about Trump is that he's being honest. He's but telling you mean? he's going to take all the oil because they never tell you. They go steal a little bit, act like it's a little. We're going to go over there real fast because the insurgents yeah. did whatever. They go over there, take a little bit, and then go back away. And then they got to go back again to take a little bit more. You know what I mean? It's like... Take it all, just like Donald Trump. Donald Trump said it, and that was the smartest shit I've heard him say. Yeah, but Why don't also, we go take it all? I was like... But you also appreciate him saying, like, I hate immigrants, and I hate black oh, people, nah. and I hate... Yeah, yeah. All of his shit is like, come on, motherfucker. But, <laughs> but he's being you know, honest. He's, he's being honest. Hey, no, yo, believe me, this I'm not is what I'm trying to it. tell people. I, I do not like that. I don't, I'm not the type of person to... I appreciate a racist. You understand what I'm saying? Like... I ain't a mad good at racist. you. Yeah, I'm not yeah. mad at you for being racist. Quality don't be racism. a sneaky racist. Don't be mm-hmm. a sneaky racist. Let me know, like, yo, I don't like you, black motherfucker. I'm like, I ain't cool. I don't like you either, white motherfucker. And we cool. Like, it's not. Wait, weird. why does he have to be white though? Wow, no, whoever <laughs> it is, it's always usually white with me. I don't know. <laughs> they always white. <laughs> yo, you need to get a racist on your show. 
Yeah, I, I want to get a yeah, KKK it like a, member. So yeah. Schedule a racist. Find yeah. a racist. You need to make your show into Morton Downey Jr. <laughs> I want to yeah. get a KKK member so bad. Like. Yo. You hit up one of your connects down in like North Carolina. I was going to say like there. British Columbia, West oh. Virginia. Yo, yeah, yeah. I met my cousin in West Virginia. Get one of them. How many cousins do you have, <laughs> and where are they? I have a lot of cousins. Name um, them all. New Orleans, um, everywhere. Yo, they're all they're all his connects. Like, yeah, that's how you reach out and you like. <laughs> yeah, but you got it. You got to utilize. You got to utilize things. Like I'm in jail. Um, a counselor she used to always say, Campbell. Exhaust your remedies. Mm-hmm. Exhaust your remedies. And it was like something that was beating my head, but I always was like, it's real. You gotta... But now you're doing it, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I reach out to everybody. I try to keep all my relationships solid. I try to, like, even people, like, I'll forget. Like, I'll just go through my phone and say, let me just hit them and say hi. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Just to do it because the thing is, is that, you know, you're usually going to need everybody that you know someday for something, something specific. And it just looks crazy if you only hit them when you need something. Oh. You know what I mean? By the way, I feel like jail makes you a good friend. Yeah. I think I, I think it made me – I think jail made me a way better person. Like, you know, it was, a, it was a fucked up situation, but it was a gift and a curse. Yeah. I learned a lot, like, especially about manipulation. And that's why I couldn't take Joe Button mm-hmm. because I really seen – I was like, yo, like – Combat had just had a discussion with me about, he was like, yo, he was like, yo, how does tax get these girls? And then somebody was like, oh, it's the bad boy persona, girls like it or whatever. And then I thought about Joe Button, like, yo, how does Joe Button get the girls that he deal with? Like, why do girls deal with Joe Button? And at that point, while we was talking, I realized how he got them. I said, he got them with this bullshit that he's trying to pull with me right now. You know what I mean? And that's why I got angry because I was like, stop trying to manipulate me. You do that with them and you get away with it and then you try to explain some shit over in a different way and you fuck up their head and they think you said some smart shit and you didn't like stop the bullshit beloved you know what I mean like <laughs> stop doing that so that's what and I'm like that's one of my biggest pet peeves don't insult my intelligence yeah. it's like me knowing that you just lied and then you lie I'm gonna flip out that same way that happened with Joe Biden I'm gonna flip out I'm gonna get mad I'm like get the fuck away from me get this dude away from me I don't want him in my presence you know what I mean because yeah. it's like you don't have to that's like rape that's like thievery of the mind when you manipulate somebody. Like, that's, you ever felt betrayed? Like, you know, like, let's say the girl said she was there, but she really was at her ex boyfriend's house. You like, like, why would you do that to me? You know what I mean? And that's, that's how I feel. I feel like somebody just trying to take a part of you when they just lie to you for no reason or just trying to, you know, make you believe something else yeah. otherwise than truth. I got, By the way, I, I was lying about your cousin being over there. Yeah, I'm holding it I mean, against you. <laughs> Um, did you, did you read that Zola thing? No. Okay. What? No. You know what? I can't feed in everything that's on Twitter. I, I entertain <laughs> a lot of it. It's not, it's not everything. That is like the one thing that anybody's been talking about for the past two days. No, I've seen it from the moment it was going on. I've seen it. Like I have people literally now who contact me immediately when some shit is going on. You know what I mean? Like I will get, I have a person. I don't even know who this person is. They just email me. Tax, go to what's the name right now? Uh, da, 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 send me a link to something, and I just check my email and beat it. I'm like, oh shit, what's this? What's this? What's this? And I like somebody hit me like while it was going on, and I was like, I just I'm so sick of the shenanigans and shit that goes on on yeah, Twitter yeah. that I can't pay everything mine. It's just Yo, certain shit I might find. Tax is like the president; he gets like updates through the yeah. night from like you know your <laughs> your number two, like you know. Yeah, and tax is always there to answer that call. I know. Never sleep. Three a.m. call. Yeah, that shit is ridiculous. Yo, tax. We really appreciate you coming up to the Upper West Side and and Thank rocking you, with us. But and before we close out, I want to know where Beloved came from because I don't know if it's you or Jesus or like if it's like a New York thing or what. Well, Beloved, like you know, old New York cats used to always say Beloved, but like 
the reason it came back, it was like a, a pathological liar dude in jail named Beloved, a Muslim guy. He just used to lie about everything. He used to show me pictures of like his family back home, and he just always wanted to make it sound like he was doing great out there. So he would show me a picture of a, of a um, Corvette or whatever it might be, or Thunderbird, and be like Ferrari. You know what I mean? And he'll flip the picture and be like Minx, it'd be a Fox. <laughs> then flip it, say Vegas, it'd be Atlantic City. So I just never forgot the dude, and he used to always be like, "Beloved, can I get a favor, beloved?" <laughs> so it was like a joke to me, as I, I used to say it when I came home, and then I just was like, "Yo, man, I don't really want to say nigga no more. I need to say something else." Mm-hmm. So I started trying to replace it with beloved, and I just been saying it ever since, and like it just became like so That's popular. <laughs> you should tell that to racist white people. I know. <laughs> yeah, I do. What's up, beloved? Like, cause it, you know, at the end of the day, I'm I'm not, you know, I'm not afraid of anybody. So that's why you being racist don't even move me. You know what I mean? Because I feel yeah. like, well, kill me then if you racist. Go ahead, let's go. Well, this is a bummer of a way to end this podcast. <laughs> Real, oh just man! Like <laughs> right up here, Jewish Hall. Yeah. Oh man, I'm Eric. I'm Jeff. Tag Stone. Yeah, thanks, thanks so much. Good looking, man.